Welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to uplevel your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. I am so excited to have Monica Woodhams as a guest on my podcast. She has been a really good friend for the past few months, and I am just so happy she is in my life. You guys are going to love her. So Monica works with influencers and business owners to launch and grow their business in the digital and podcast space, giving them exposure to new audiences beyond social media. Who doesn't love that? (laughs) She helps her clients gain exposure to new audiences by sharing their stories through podcasting, unveiling the raw stories that go beyond those Instagram filters. Monica truly believes that in today's social media landscape, she mentions that a podcast interview establishes expertise way faster and actually has a longer lifespan than a social media post, making it a non-negotiable when it comes to increasing brand awareness and building that long-term content. You can read all about Monica and all of this really good stuff in the show notes below, so don't fret. Another really cool thing, is that Monica is the founder of the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, which is an amazing podcast. It's all about connecting entrepreneurs, influencers, and experts who are making an impact all across the globe. She has had some amazing guests on her podcast, people like Sarah Tripp, uh, the founder of Sassy Red Lipstick, or Christine Lincoln, the actress known for Step by Step and Hollywood Darlings, Jamie Schmidt, the founder of the Schmidt Naturals. Oh my gosh, so many people have been on our podcast. It's incredible. So definitely check that out in the show notes. You guys are absolutely going to love this episode. I cannot wait to get started. Awesome. Well, I am so freaking excited to have Monica Woodhams on this podcast today. I'm so excited that We are doing this interview. Honestly, you guys, Monica is a powerhouse and she's so much fun to watch and listen to it. She has just been killing it in the online space, especially with her podcast, the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, which you will hear all about later. But Monica, just why don't you just start by telling us who you are and maybe a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Well, hey, Brooke. So (laughs) excited to be here. I was just thinking back to our conversation in Kansas City and you were like, I just discovered podcasting. (laughs) And so now I'm so obsessed that you have your own. Yay! (laughs) So just to kind of like go through like my journey. So 
what I do right now, so I'm a consultant and um, PR manager for female entrepreneurs who are either launching their podcast or they want to be on other podcasts. And we can dive deeper on that later, but essentially my view is that social media is now playing small and, you know, podcasting and publicity, that's really going big. So, Mm -hmm. but what got me there is (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of where the story is, right? (laughs) Where it all begins. (laughs) Yes. So I, my background is in fashion. I was an assistant buyer at Neiman Marcus. That was my dream job. And honestly, I got burnt out and I got burnt out at 24, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate where like they pursue this career path that they feel is, you know, going to be the thing that makes them feel successful, but then something's not clicking. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was a big moment for me. And I felt all these feelings of guilt because I had worked so hard for this and then what would I even do if not that? So basically, I had always been blogging since I was a junior in college, so 2009, 2010. And that's what I knew. I knew that blogging was what made me happy. That was my creative outlet. So I left Neiman's, I moved to LA, got a job at some startups, and just went all in with the blog. And during that time I was introduced to the coaching world and realized what excited me the most was helping women share their message. And so now that was three and a half years ago. And so it's been kind of a windy road with how I help women do that. But at the core, whether I was helping someone with social media or helping someone build their blog or whatever it was at the end of the day, my core mission was to get them to have a platform to share their message and their voice. Yes. I love that. And I think that you're so right. So many people can resonate with this idea of I'm stuck in what I do. And if I don't, if I don't do this, what, what, what else am I going to do? Like, what am I supposed to do? And what is that deeper purpose? And you kind of just went balls to the wall in it, you know, cause you were kind of like, <laughs> all right, let's just move across the country. And um, <laughs> and figure it out. And I love that about you. Do you remember, um, what really gave you the motivation to say, okay, enough is enough. I need to do something different. Yeah. It was realizing that I didn't want to live a life where I didn't feel like I was in control of how fulfilled I felt and what I did on a day-to-day basis. And I saw people who were in their 40s and in their 50s just settling for like, you know what, this is just what life was. Mm -hmm. And there was just that deep thing inside of me that thought, no, that it just doesn't have to be like that. Absolutely. And I love that that clicked for you because it's something that we don't always realize. And we're taught that we're supposed to go to school, to go to school, to go to school, possibly even, right? And maybe another school (laughs) to get a job, then to retire, to finally have a life that you love, like at the end when you're retired. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And then you're too tired to do anything like, you know, and I was even, so this was in my early twenties when I had this moment. And when I would talk to my friends who were also burnt out in their jobs and just not in something they wanted to do, they would just say, 
well, but that's just being in your 20s. Your 20s just have to suck. And I was like, where did we learn that our 20s have to suck? Right. Yeah. You should be the best. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, just hearing that makes me want to be like, ugh. Like, I know. No, that's not how it has to be. Okay, so that's obviously where all of this started. You're like almost, you've been blogging for a long time, like you said, but your entrepreneurial journey, that's kind of where it began. So can you tell us um, how... Like, cause you kind of transformed and transitioned almost recently, um, after, especially after you launched your podcast, which was what, like six months ago, like yeah, January, I think it was so funny. Cause you're so right. We got, we got lunch in Kansas city, um, which was so fun. And that was, <laughs> I just shared that on a live video in, uh, my Facebook group and everything the other day about how, why I started podcasting in the first place. And a lot of it had to do with our conversation, but a lot of it had to do with my drive just yeah. St. Louis, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us how you transitioned into this new endeavor and how it's going and really the transformation you've seen recently, especially since having your podcast to begin with any aha moments from those. From yeah. That? So, okay. So the big thing is I wanted to launch a podcast four years ago. Oh my gosh. I even went into like the entrepreneurial thing and everyone said, no, don't do that. No one's going to listen to a podcast. That's such a waste of your time. Don't do that. Don't do that. Wow. And it was always <laughs> in the back of my head how that's something that I felt like, I feel like this is a space where I'm naturally good at it and I enjoy it. It doesn't drain me. It energizes me. And that's always the key mm. for when you know what you should be doing is that it energizes you and doesn't drain you. Right. 100%. Yeah. So anyway, I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And then finally I just made the decision to do it. And it was the most fun thing that I had done in my business in such a long time. Yay. And, yeah. <laughs> and I felt like I had finally, you know, realized how I'm supposed to connect with people in my business. Mm. And, you know, the realization here is, okay, just because most people are telling you it's about you, that it's something that is for you to just do it and don't mm -hmm. wait four years, you know? Don't wait four years. Yeah. And it's almost like, and by all means, like don't kick, beat yourself up over this. Like it all unfolded in perfect time. Yes. Like absolutely. it totally did. But yes. I know that, and let's, let's touch on this a little bit. I know that sometimes we can like really beat ourselves up for thinking in your head. I'm sure maybe a thought went through your head of like, man, if I would have started this four years ago, what could my life look like? Mm -hmm. And we can't beat ourselves up because it, it almost shows us that we can't be happy, which is not yeah. the case, right? You did this at the perfect time. Yeah. It made all, all the sense in the world for you to start when you did, I think too, as yeah. a transformation in your business. So like, do you want to touch on that a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like I said, my core mission in my business was always to help women share their message, but I never really had clarity on exactly how to do that. And it took the podcast coming at the perfect time where I finally realized, you know, this is how I help people through this. And, you know, you're right because the connections that I also built leading up to the podcast launch, those are the first people who I had on my podcast. And it just, it all happens in the perfect timing. Everything is a preparation for that thing that like really is your launch that's going to catapult you. Mm hmm. I love that. Let's talk about um, catapulting because that's literally like the question I was going to ask you next was kind of like, what have you seen 
shift wise? Like what have you seen shift in your business since you kind of transitioned from, cause it's almost the same thing. You're doing very similar things. You're just mm-hmm. kind of doing different platforms, right? Yeah. So what kind of shifts have you seen in your business since really like going kind of all in with podcasts, all in with helping people and having that clarity in what you're meant to do and having that connection with people? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is confidence. And that's something that you help your clients with is the confidence piece. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you do, confidence is always going to be that that major thing that needs to be conquered first, mm-hmm. right? And so because I found a platform that excited me, that made me feel really good, that was built in confidence. And so when I was talking about it with people, I was just really like, just totally in my element, so confident about sharing. And then that started to trickle in everything else. And it's so interesting how it's really been everything that I've learned, even in undergrad. So I studied advertising public relations Mm -hmm. and it's, and I never felt you know, sure how to incorporate that into my business. And now with my PR reach out that I do for clients to get them on podcasts and to get people booked onto my clients podcasts, it's, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I have a degree in this. Like, of course I'm, I know what I'm doing. Like, Like, you know, there's like, it's just a total confidence shift that just, it goes such a long way. Yes. And it's funny how your life actually leaves clues to make complete sense of what you're supposed to do after mm-hmm. like, or what you're supposed to do in the long run or your deeper purpose or that calling that you are thinking about doing, but you're on the fence and you're not really sure whatever that looks like for you. It's almost like all of these clues are left. So mm-hmm. I guess that really brings me to the question of, I, I really want to ask you this question of like, okay, um, since this podcast is really all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self, can you tell us about a time or a moment in life where you had to overcome an obstacle that made you feel really victorious? Oh my gosh. So many. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it goes right in hand in hand with confidence, honestly, because when you overcome something, you're like, I can do this. Like I'm a freaking badass. Like I can do whatever the hell I want to do, you know? Yeah, I would say, okay, so this is one specific moment and that's with the pot, with my podcast. And when I booked two celebrity clients, so one girl who was on The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, and then one who um, she played Al on Step by Step, which was a show I watched growing up. And I always like, she was always (laughs) one of my favorite characters growing up. And so when I booked both of them on my podcast, that was like that moment where it was like, okay, even though this is something I love and people are telling me that they love the podcast too, there's always like that little piece in the back of your mind. It's like, okay, but is this like really real? Mm. And that's when I was like, holy crap. Okay, Monica, stop even like making this seem smaller than it is. Like mm-hmm. you're an effing badass because you <laughs> podcast like that's yes. no, that's no joke like so st- step in to that person to that role in every other aspect of your life because you're there yeah and you almost like it you kind of shifted your brain on your own of like finding that evidence to be like 
no, I am so good at this because that's all our brain really needs. Whether mm-hmm. it's like good or bad evidence, it doesn't matter. If your thought is good, <laughs> yeah. then yeah. you're, you're going to find good evidence. If your thought is bad, you're going to find bad evidence, but you can counteract that by finding the opposite evidence, you know? So like for you mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, is this really even that big of a deal? Like, yeah, yeah it is. Like getting yeah. in touch with celebrities and be able to actually get them on your podcast and interview them and have cover have conversations with them, especially because yeah. I'm sure you're like inner, like inner little like fangirl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was super excited. What, yeah. did, what did you say her name was? Christine Lankin. That's right. And, and then, then Sarah that. Heron from The Bachelor. Yeah. Well, and so when we talk about like dropping clues throughout life. So when I was in undergrad, I would intern for PR firms and we had celebrity clients. And I remember hosting a baby shower for a celebrity and being in the room. It was just her and I at one point and mm-hmm. I was 19, 20, maybe I was probably 20. And I was like, okay, Monica, like she's just like everyone else. You just have a normal conversation. Like, don't like be like, oh, you grew up watching like these movies and like you had like her song on your iPod or whatever. Like she's just like everyone else. She's just a human. Yeah. Yeah. And having had that experience allowed me to go into these podcast interviews just completely normal, just human to human and not having like this idea that like, who am I for them to talk to me? Like you have the best time just chatting. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny because I think that communication is so important and yet we put people like on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and that's kind of totally what you're talking about is like, and that's a good question. It's like, why do we actually put people on a pedestal, especially in the realm of, um, you know, TV stars, movie stars, musicians, like people in the online space, even that are maybe more successful than us in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. Massively in this industry, we put people on a pedestal when really we're all just human and Mm -hmm. connecting. We, they connect with like, their friends exactly as we connect with our friends. And it's nothing different. I think we forget to do that. We forget to humanize some of these people. So um, I just think that that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that you you started doing that. And I just like, I've seen um, just from watching you, and I mean, we've been like biz buddies for a while now. We've been connected mm-hmm. for a while. And I feel like something has majorly like clicked mm-hmm. in your business. Like it's so... Mm-hmm amazing how growth can happen in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly. Um, so, okay, well, let's like dive into just knowing Monica a little bit. More. <laughs> what do you think is like, <laughs> I always think this is funny. I was thinking about this the other day. What is, what do you think is like the worst advice you were ever given? Oh my gosh. I love that question. <laughs> the worst advice I was ever given was probably the created and they will come thing. Oh. I think that there's something to that for sure, but I also don't believe that you can just create something and then meditate your way into <laughs> buying it. <laughs> oh, yes, let's totally talk about this because you're so right and it drives me crazy like I totally believe in manifestation and I know oh, me too yeah. I know you do yeah. and literally people are like I'm just gonna sit and I'm just gonna manifest this money to come into my life and I'm like okay yes 
<laughs> but the action is the part that so many people are missing. So he's like, yeah, the worst advice is like, yeah, the, the whole create it and they will yeah. come, the build it and they will come. Well, yeah. you can't just be like, okay, it's built. And then right. people aren't just going to show up at your door. It's not like the train is not going to come directly to your door and knock on your door to be like, okay, are you ready? <laughs> right. Well, so what I notice is because of that, because people get that advice, they just decide to create something that's just something they've seen work for someone else. And then therefore they're creating mm-hmm. something that's a copycat and something that's probably not really in alignment. So right. if it's not in alignment, then it's definitely not going to sell. So I just think that that advice I get it because sometimes people just need that push to be like, okay, I just need to create something. Totally. But at the end of the day, you can't just create something for the sake of creating something. It's just Mm. not going to sell. Right. Like there has to be a, it's like a deeper, it's deeper than just what it is, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything we do is so deeper, deeper than what it is. And I think that's why people get really frustrated because they see um, successes all around them, especially in this online space, but in general too, right. Even in the workspace or wherever people are when they're, you know, when they're in this predicament and then they wonder why they aren't there too. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's totally that thing that we cannot just sit on our couch and say that, okay, it's done. And then it's just all going to work out, right? Like we can't just wish for things to happen. There's definitely like a decision of making that inspired, like taking that action, Mm -hmm. taking that inspired action that's actually needed to get you to where you want to go. Um, I love that. That's really funny. I, that's, it's, it's so funny how we go through these buzz words and these buzz phrases that we're, we all know them, right? We can yeah. say each other sentences by saying like, yeah. build it and they will. And then oh. you'll be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know it, right? We yeah. know this like to our core and sometimes it makes us feel better. And if that's the purpose it serves and that's, that's then, right. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Um, what is like something that most people don't actually know about you? Hmm. I think most people don't know. There's two things. Most people don't know that I'm half Spanish. Um, I didn't even know that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the the funny thing. It's like something that is just a part of me that I don't think to talk about because I'm just like, I I go through life every day being half Spanish. So I don't even think to talk about it. Yeah. I I didn't even know that about you. Cool. So (laughs) I grew up spending my summers in Barcelona. Um, and then the second thing is that I am obsessed with college football and people <laughs> would not believe this because like, if you go to my Instagram feed, it's like all like just cute feminine fashion, like yes. oyster, champagne, <laughs> but I am counting down the days till September. Oh my gosh. That's so funny because yeah, if you guys have not followed Monica on anything like Monica, you are such a a fashionista, like so good, you know, and that's obviously came from, you know, you kind of working your dream job at Neiman Marcus and like before. And yeah, um, that was right. Right. Neiman Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you still incorporate like your first loves with what you're doing now? Yeah. I think it's just doing that through lifestyle. And I think a lot of people get caught up, especially, um, bloggers, they have, so many different passions and they Mm. think that they have to incorporate it all into their business, but it's like, no, like you can still have hobbies. Right. So 
in a way, my hobby is to just kind of like get on Instagram stories and share my outfits. Like I'm not trying to make the big bucks from that. And honestly, when I take the pressure off monetizing that, that's when I have more fun with it anyway. And it's like, you don't have to force everything to be a part of your business. Some things, even if it's monetizable, doesn't mean (laughs) you have to monetize it. Yeah, I love that. Like, it's just like enjoying what you actually love. And I think that Mm -hmm. sometimes, like so often, we have all these things that we like to do, but then when we start something that does make us money, we forget about all those things that we like to do. And I, you are so good at still really following what you love and having fun with it. Yeah. Also like just up-leveling your business and everything too, but incorporating all of it, you know, for those who want to know. And yeah. I always love, like, I always love when you show us like, this is where this is from. Like, this is what I'm wearing. Yeah. I, like, I think it's a, like, I have a blast. I think it's so much fun. Um, I just thought that was very interesting about, you know, about you and really yeah. how you're really good at doing that about Thank having you. all the things that you love and you're not limiting yourself just because you're doing something else. Yeah. And I think for me, I've seen that my audience really um, resonates with those posts just because, you know, it also, um, you know, reminds them of what they can do next, you know, like, okay. Oh, Monica, she just showed her outfit picture. Oh, I forgot. Like she has a new podcast episode out soon. I need to go check that, you know? So it just is a way to stay top of mind without being always talking about your business. I love that. That is a great tip, right? Because it's almost like <laughs> you're just having fun over here, but then yeah. you're like, but then it's the reminder, right? People enjoy the post and then they're like, oh, I have to go check out this. I think she just mentioned this. Like, what did she say the other day? Mm-hmm. That is such a good point. What do you think, um, especially now that you've been really venturing in your, in your business of doing more PR stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, and helping your, yourself, your clients and getting people mm-hmm. on your show. What do you think is like, your biggest advice when it comes to PR and getting yourself on, um, maybe those higher up podcasts, guest blogging, whatever. I I don't even know if I'm fully knowledgeable of this whole app. Tell me like, what is your biggest advice or biggest tips that you would like to share? My biggest advice is make sure it's mutually beneficial. Don't try to pitch yourself onto a podcast just because you know they have a huge following. You are going to get a lot further if you pitch yourself to a mid-sized podcast that is completely mutually beneficial and relevant to both of you than pitching yourself to a higher podcast and then just being like, why did you even reach out? Like, did you, did you not know that our listeners are just males, you know, like, (laughs) and you're like, you have a female audience and you're like, uh, yeah, like, no, like, it's like, know your audience and know their audience. Don't send the mass pitch. And really like, again, like, trust me, your quote unquote ROI will go a lot further if you get in front of the right audience, rather than just trying to get somewhere that has a big name. Mm, that is so good. Cause I think that so many of us are just forward focused, right? We're all just kind of living in the future and we're like, okay, what's going to give me the biggest return right now? Mm-hmm. But you're so right. It could be a small thing that you were overlooking because you don't even think that that would be beneficial for you. Yet that could be the thing that brings your next two clients, your customers or whatever it is that you do. 
Exactly. Like, your next best friend, your next, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. Like yeah. that, oh my gosh, I have goosebumps talking about this. Cause I just, I love the power of, um, you know, the power of social media and how mm-hmm. people can find you through this space and, and how it can, what it can bring to you, but it's not always what you think Especially yeah, that's tr- yep. It's so true. It's so true. And I also think that it's easy to get caught up in again, like the big names and putting different podcasts, even if we get specific on pedestals and thinking mm-hmm. I'll have made it when I get onto this podcast, but it's not about that. If you, right. t- if you kind of unpeel the layers and you're like, okay, why am I getting on a podcast in the first place? It's because you probably, you know, you want to get your message heard because you want to get more clients. Well, so think, okay, am I pitching to someone whose podcast is going to help me get more clients or is it an ego thing where I just want to be able to say that I was on here? Mm, That is so big. And that's just, I feel like you just called a bunch of people out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, I'm calling you out, girl, like our guy or whoever you are, it doesn't even yeah. matter. But like, yeah. you just called a bunch of people out just there because yeah, it's like, what's the actual end goal? It's like, what's, you know, going back to that deeper purpose and why, mm-hmm. um, I would love for you to share, you know, I know you've had a, you've had a lot of different shifts in, in your journey mm-hmm. and in your main business, but could you just share with us like what was your deeper purpose? What was, what is your why? Maybe it's shifted, but what is your why right now? My why has actually never changed, which I is love interesting. It. Yeah. That it, my why has always been share my message so that other people can share theirs. Mm, yeah. And I think a lot of us have that at our core. I think we all kind of word it differently. And I think I've always worded it maybe a little bit differently. Maybe sometimes it's about, you know, connection and other times it's more about um meet I'm you know well connection meeting other people things like that at the end of the day it's kind of setting that example being that permission for someone else to share what they want to share because I think when we do that then we a we all become more confident b we all become more fulfilled you know, like the list goes on and on, but it just starts with actually, you know, stepping up and getting visible. And that's the hardest, the hardest part is ripping off the bandaid to get visible. And once you do it, there's going to be layers of visibility that you still have to get through. But every time you do that, your life just massively shifts in the most amazing way. Mm. How do you think, um, your life has changed since stepping into your most confident self? Yeah. So, one, my business has yeah. like become massively like I used to be so skeptical of people who said that you can quantum leap until mm. like I did it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you became your own proof, right? Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what you needed at the time. Yeah, exactly. So, quantum leaping. What does yeah. that even mean? What does that mean for you? Like, let's just yeah. be real. <laughs> for, me, for me, it means. For me, it meant going from months where I was always nervous about how I was going to make payments Mm. to feeling like I can go through my day-to-day and not have to think about money. I love that. that And I know you experienced that as well. And that was a big shift. It was like I, I was in the habit of, you know, thinking about money all the time. And now I don't have to think about it in a stressful way. And that's a huge shift. 
And that was something that always felt eventually I'll get there. Eventually I'll get there. Yeah. It feels amazing to be like, I'm here now. And confidence will do that for you. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like, Oh my, it, like I, I always have goosebumps talking about confidence because it's one of those things that when you have it, nobody can take it away from you. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, and then you actually own all of it. And I think that's like your whole badassery statement too, where you're like, I'm a freaking badass. Of course I get like celebrities on my podcast. Like, of course I do this. Like I am freaking Monica and <laughs> I am awesome. And I think we forget how awesome we truly yeah. are you know, hundred percent. I love that. I literally have seen so much growth in you and your business just from the short time of us knowing each other. Yeah. And it just warms my heart. Literally. I'm always like, yeah, <laughs> happy dancing over here. Like, <laughs> I know. Um, and I think it's so much fun. So what is like, what is the most exciting thing, um, that you have going on in your life right now? So I just moved to Washington, DC. So I know. So that's really exciting. Um, and again, like I wouldn't have, I don't know that six months ago I would have done that. And Mm. I mean, another huge part of my story, which goes beyond business was going through a breakup Mm -hmm. with, um, someone who I'd been dating for three years, who I thought we were going to get married. And then literally, and we were going to move to Chicago together and not to go like super into it, but basically, uh, we were going to move to Chicago. We went to a basketball game that one of the nights uh, that we were talking about this. He was even talking to the Uber driver about how like we need to go look at apartments soon, blah, blah, blah. Two hours later, he's like, can't do this anymore. What? <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's like literally the weirdest two hours in my life. But... <laughs> There's just so much that happens through that, so much shedding and so much shedding Mm. of what was keeping me in my comfort zone. And I truly believe that you can't hit your next level unless you step out of your comfort zone. Mm. And through that, through healing that, I really realized where I had lost myself and where not only did I gain myself back, but I gained back an even like higher more confident, just excited about everything that I can do in life self. And I was like, I'm going to move to Washington, DC because it's a city where there are so many people who are ambitious, who are young. And I just was like, that's where I need to be right now. I love that. Goosebump moments all over this episode, (laughs) seriously. And what everything, like what was resonating with me when you were saying that is that sometimes it it takes having a really big breakdown to Mm -hmm. have the breakthrough you've been looking for. A hundred percent. The other day, um, Amberly from the Shocker Girl, Mm -hmm. she asked me what my like top three accomplishments or best things that have happened to me in 2018 have been so far. Share, one, share. <laughs> well, one was the podcast. Yes. And another one was the breakup, which sounds funny that you're like, oh, getting broken up with is the best thing that happened to me this year, but it truly was. Yeah. It really, I know from February to now, that is what's changed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
That is incredible. And I think that we don't always realize why we're going through the certain things that we're Mm -hmm. going through yet. When you can look back on hindsight and that could be six months, that could be five years. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how long it takes for it to figure out why it happened, but always just resonating and knowing that, you know, this is all happening for a reason. And I know something great is coming out of it. And, um, I love that you're sharing this because I know that's something that so many people can resonate with. And sometimes it feels like your life is ending a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, but I love how you totally twisted it. And honestly, ask yourself, okay, what can I do to really take it to the next level and step it up mm-hmm. even further and go to my most confident, powerful self. And especially by now being in DC and like, surrounding yourself with these people that are just killing it, being super successful. And, you know, you are now creating a whole new atmosphere of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I can just step outside my door and people are talking about like legit important things <laughs> that are going on. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, That's they're so like funny. on their way to like the Capitol building to do blah, blah. And I'm like, Okay, don't even know what that means. That is so funny. It's really cool to be surrounded in a place where like people are doing things like with, you know, they're really trying to make a difference. Everyone has their own way of doing that, especially in politics. Mm -hmm. And that's why like, it's funny that like, I hate talking about politics and yet I live in DC now, but (laughs) I appreciate that people go into it because they're trying to do their part. Hmm. Well, I think that that goes along with, um, you know, starting people starting their own businesses too, mm-hmm. is that we are all trying to do our part in this world to make a ripple effect and exactly. to change the world. And one by one by one, we get to do that. Whether yes. it doesn't matter what it's through, right? Like you're, yeah. I'm like, you're you and I are very similar. I'm like, I don't, what's politics? Like, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love this. Well, obviously I know that you and I could like talk all day long. Yes. yes. Um, but let's just wrap this up. I mean, any other last words you want to share, but let's wrap it up with where people can find you and how they can find more about you and listen to your awesome podcast and all the good things. Yeah. So my podcast is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, and I release episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and sometimes Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays, it just depends on how the week was. Um. And then I'm on Instagram at Monica Woodhams. And those are the, those are the two spots where I hang out the most. Um, I have a Facebook page, Facebook group, Influencer Girl Lifestyle. But um, I like hanging out on Instagram stories and then chatting with y'all in the DMs and then the podcast, of course. Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys have to go check her out. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on and being a guest and just being yeah. awesome and really showing people how much their life can change by stepping into your confidence and not allowing your circumstances to hold you back. Like, I think that is one of the biggest takeaways that I've just gotten from like so many little breakthroughs. I'm so excited to just like re-listen to this episode a million times. (laughs) Yes. No, I mean, and every time that I speak with you, I feel like I'm like just so reminded of how awesome like 
we're doing and like how every time we talk, it's like, oh my gosh, and now this happened. So Mm -hmm. this was so much fun. Ah, love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yay, yay, yay. (laughs) Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.